0: You are listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists hosted by Dr. Laura Mock. This is a space where we talk about all things wellness just for dentists. If you're looking for help treating yourself better mentally, emotionally, and physically, you are in the right place. Well, hi there, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Today, we are recording episode number eight, which I am calling Story Versus Fact. It's going to be so good for you to delve into this subject with me because after you listen to my description, you will be able to look at your dental practice in a new, refreshing light. But first, I wanted to take a couple of minutes to just thank each of you. Well, it's been about a month since my podcast became a real thingy. Before that, if you've been following me for a while, it was just a YouTube channel, and these are still put out on YouTube just in case you like doing it on the video. We still record on video, but when my podcast came out, I put a request out for reviews because I need people to be able to see my podcast in order to make a difference for everyone, and you guys, I already have 55 reviews. And if you've been thinking that maybe it's too late to make a difference, leaving a review, the answer is it still makes a difference. And I'm going to start reading reviews from you guys uh, at the beginning of my podcast. Cause it's so fun. <laughs> do you guys do this? Sometimes you just go back through your positive reviews on Google and Facebook. You should definitely do that. If you're ever needing a pick me up, it's so fun to see how your patients rave about you. So anyway, I'm going to read two right now. One is from a client of mine, and she says, Dr. Laura is authentic and keeps it real. She is genuinely interested in helping dentists tackle the unique challenges we face in our demanding profession. She is sweet, fun, and smart, and taking on the problems of all of us perfectionists one number 15 distal buckle at a time. (laughs) That's so great. She can tell she really listens. Her personal coaching has helped transform my weight and eating into something easy and healthy while managing those nagging thoughts that get us dentists down at the end of the day. Lots of love for this inspiring woman. Aw, thank you, Erin. I sure appreciate your words, and I'm just going to read one more review, and then we'll get on to the topic. This one is called A Must Listen for All Dentists. So this is, um, a dentist named Erica as a new dentist and genuinely over empathetic person who is a patient pleaser and pushover to a fault. I have all of the feelings through her podcast and in person, Dr. Laura has helped me to realize that, that my feelings are valid, not shameful. We all have our struggles and it's hard to shake that perfectionistic mentality. That's been set as a standard for our profession. Not only are her podcasts informational and science-based, but they are raw, thoughtful, and hilarious. I know they are so funny, aren't they? As dentists, we are always comparing ourselves to one another. And sometimes we forget that at the end of the day, we all have similar struggles. We also have the power to lift each other up. And Dr. Laura is here to help us all lead happier, healthier lives. Thanks, Dr. Laura. Ah, you're welcome, Erica. Thanks for listening and thank you so much for the review. So yeah, if you're thinking of leaving me a review, maybe it'll get read here on the podcast. All right, so we're going to dive into our subject of the day, which I just love. I just want to tell you before we start, this concept is so freeing because it's going to help you see that you can look at any situation from a different perspective if you want to. So just let me, um, introduce this concept of story versus fact. And I learned this from my teacher, Brooke Castillo, who is the main teacher at the life coach school, um, which is where I got my certification. And, um, she also has a really amazing podcast. If you ever want more, and I mean, this is only my eighth, you know? So if you're like, I need more of what Dr. Laura is teaching um, look up Brooke Castillo. I think she has like 300 episodes. So story versus fact, if I were a fly on the wall, I would see an incident in a certain way, but that incident would be interpreted differently by each person who was participating in the incident. And so what we do is when we're looking at a problem, we like to separate out what really, really happened from an objective point of view from what our mind is telling us happened. So let me just back up for a minute and just talk for a minute about how our brain even assimilates sensory input in, um, in the first place. So we have our five senses and we interpret the data that our nervous system collects and it's thousands, it's millions of data points per day, all those rods and cones in your eye and all those touch receptors in your fingertips and your tongue and your nose. Um, of course in the nose, what is it? What smell receptors? Yeah. Those thingies. <laughs> and we get used to, um, certain collections of data and we can, uh, skip over most of the rudimentary Um, parts of it and just go straight to interpretation. So for example, if I'm driving down the highway and I can see, you know, there's a yellow line on the side and then there's the dotted lines in the middle and I can see the cement, I can see the red lights of the cars in front of me and the white lights from the cars behind me. And I can sit there and drive, even though I'm going 75 miles an hour, Um, I'm able to just take in all of that because my mind is quickly interpreting everything that's happening around me. And if our minds weren't fast like that, then we wouldn't be able to live in this world and actually get done anything because we'd constantly be slowing slowing ourselves down to interpret the data that we're looking at. And a lot of times with these assumptions comes not only efficiencies, but also safety because remember, our brains wanna keep us safe. So for example, if I was driving down that highway, maybe it's dusk and I see two beady little lights shining back at me, then I can be like, oh my gosh, I think that's a deer and then slow down and that I can see the deer cross the road in front of me. And I even know from past experience that there might be a second deer. So I'm not going to press on the accelerator yet until I've either passed the area where the deer crossed or I see another deer go by and this is all because my brain has gotten used to assimilating this data mostly visual in that um in that instance but what i want you to understand is that our interpretation of the sensory input that we process becomes subjective as soon as we give the data meaning so for example i might be looking at a sunset Maybe I'm looking at it um, with my daughter and we're like, yes, this sunset is so pretty. And I'll be like, I love that pink. And she might say, well, actually, I was thinking that was orange. And we could argue about it, but neither of us is right or wrong. It's just the interpretation of the data. Um, if I'm sitting in a car in the passenger seat and I'm looking at the driver and I can see the speedometer from where I'm sitting, I might say, hey, you know, the speed limit here is 55 and you're going 57, you should probably slow down. And he might be looking at that exact same speedometer and say, I'm going 55. The speedometer says I'm going exactly 55 miles an hour. And the reason that we're both looking at the data, we're interpreting it differently is because of our perspective. It's because we're looking at it from a different place. And this is true metaphorically as well. Okay, so let's go back to the driving example since we seem to be on that today. I really love it when my husband drives because I don't wanna have that responsibility. And so I am always grateful when he volunteers to drive. But about a year ago, I started getting anxious every time he drove because I noticed one day that he rides really close to the center line. And from where I'm sitting, it looks like he's almost over the center line. And then I would watch the cars coming towards us and I would see them kind of going around our truck that he was driving. And and then I'd be like, Mike, did you know that you're practically over the center line and people go around you all the time? And he was like, huh, well, that's so interesting. But he didn't change the way he was driving. And I started to get more and more anxious, like, like I needed to do something like stare at the oncoming cars or something to make sure they weren't going to run into us. And I realized that I myself was giving myself something to worry about that really probably didn't need to be worrying about. First of all, it's not going to change anything. And secondly, okay, he's 50 years old. And the only time he's ever been in an accident was when a teenager T-boned him. So he's obviously got something going that works pretty well as far as what the center line is um, concerned. And finally, I just had to remind myself that he's old enough. He doesn't get into accidents. And I would just start to look away instead of focusing on whether he was doing the center line correctly or not. That's just an example of how our perspectives affect what we're seeing and our thoughts can color the incidents we're looking at all right so what i want you to understand is that even though our thoughts are automatic in our head most of the time they're also optional so like when i was really starting to worry about my husband's driving with the center line i made a deliberate choice to stop thinking and worrying about what was happening with regards to the center line. I chose a new thought, which is actually I trust my husband's driving and I'm not going to worry about it. And the reason that's important is because we can look at any circumstance like this. If we can see how we've been interpreting it, then we can also change how we're interpreting it in a way that's more to our Advantage. So, this is a critical point. The reason is because our thoughts are not um, independent of everything in our lives. Our thoughts are the basis of what we get and what we create in our lives. So, so our thoughts create our feelings, and our feelings drive our actions. So, our thoughts in many ways are creating our life. And when we can see which thoughts we're having about any circumstance that is upsetting to us, then all of a sudden we're free to look at it in a new way. So it's really good news because if you're getting something in your life that you don't like, then now you know where to start to get something new, which is your mind. It's mind-blowing but it's so real. So as a human, since your thoughts are within your control, even though they're normally auto-generated, you can change your thoughts and in that way change what you're getting in your life. Now let's apply this to our dental practices, shall we? Because that's what we're all here for. That's what we all worry about all the time. So you're in your practice, you're busy, your patients are depending on you, and um, I have a story that I'm going to share about a friend of mine who had an incident where, because of what happened, her patient was required to have a blood test um, as a follow-up for um, the incident in her practice. And at the time that that happened, the dentist was very upset with herself And giving herself a lot of negative self-talk, which basically started with assuming that this incident was actually bad, because this is where I'm headed. You guys, the incident itself was neutral until we had a thought about it. Okay. And so for her, the first thought was, okay, this sucks. And then the second one was, I should have been more careful. Why didn't I slow down? I'm the worst, what's everybody gonna say? What are they going to think? And she started assuming that all of those thoughts that she was having in her head were accurate, okay? But now let's shift that perspective for just a moment. Bear with me, because it turns out that the blood tests that the patient needed to have revealed another health problem that had been previously unaddressed which now the patient is able to be aware of and get the treatment that they need. And so it was kind of interesting because the incident wasn't necessarily a bad thing. There were huge benefits to the the incident. And this is what I'm saying. When we have things happen in our practice, we might assume at first that they're bad or that we're the worst or that we have a terrible practice and everybody else's is better. But let's take a minute to see what we're assuming and then change our focus, change our perspective. Her thoughts about the incident could be changed and still be accurate because now she can think to herself, yes, the incident happened. And I'm so thankful because now the patient knows about her other health thing. Okay, so this story versus fact principle taught by Castillo is alive and active, and it's critical in our dental practices. Our minds, which are programmed for survival and fear, are literally torturing our sense of well being as dentists unless we take charge. I'm going to give you an example of this from my own life, which is so interesting because this is from the very recent past, <laughs> which means that when I was going through this transformation, I was already a certified life coach and very aware of these principles that I'm teaching you today. But let's just go back a little bit. Um, so I have a pretty big practice. I have owned it for 12 years now, and it was already big before I bought it. Um, in fact, the practice has been in existence since the 1960s in our town. Um, so I've owned it for 12 years, and we have one very dominant dental insurance company in our town and even in our state it's huge okay and i'm not going to say which one but you probably know which one i'm talking about they um happen to require me to write off quite a bit of my fees because i'm in contract with them which i realize is my choice and um i have been looking at those write offs and feeling more and more upset about the write offs but not just upset but also fearful because Once I was upset, then I would think, well, I should end my contract with this company so that they're not um, taking away so much of my practice. And um, I started to obsess about whether I should go completely out of network or if I should stay in with them and maybe just get faster or, um, you know, turn more into like a profi palace kind of thing. Um, And I've been asking myself over and over again if dropping them is the right answer And the mistake that I made was that I assumed that one of the answers was correct and that once I made it and moved forward, that I would finally be happy with my practice. (laughs) And it's laughable now because I already know that my happiness has nothing to do with whether I'm a provider for this particular dental insurance company or not. It has to do with what's happening in my mind. And I can choose to stay or go and still be happy with my practice. And once I realized that I was worrying about a thought, a story, it diffused the whole thing because I could say, okay, so the circumstances that right now I'm in contract with this company and my thought has been I have to do the right thing, but really I'm okay either way because it's my thoughts that create everything in my life and whether I drop it or not, isn't going to make me happy. So no matter what is happening, it's my thoughts that generate my feelings. And this gave me freedom because I don't have to solve that insurance issue before I feel better. I can feel better right now because I can change what I'm thinking about my practice And when I change what I'm thinking about my practice, if I'm choosing something deliberate, then I can find a thought that generates a feeling that's actually good for my practice, no matter what, because it's giving me better actions. So what I'm just curious, what have you been telling yourself a story about in your own practice that's been holding you back? Here's a couple of ones that I hear frequently from my clients. I don't like seeing this patient or this X, Y, Z person, but I have to, do you ever have grumpy people that you um, wish that you could dismiss from your practice, but you felt like you couldn't. I'm just inviting you to ask yourself why you can't. Is there a new way to look at that? How about this one? My assistants are untrainable. You guys, I just want you to know, I hear that one a lot. And I am just here to say there are new ways to look at that. How about money is scarce or we're running out of money. I've certainly had that one about my practice before. Let's take that one for a minute. If you're thinking we're running out of money, how are you feeling? Scared, hectic, fearful. And if you're feeling scared or hectic, how are you acting? And is that serving you or serving your practice? Even if you're 100% right, even if there's $5 left in your bank, Is thinking I'm running out of money really generating what you want with your practice? Here's a good one. It's my last example. I have to deal with this one every day in my mind. My patients don't want me to suggest ideal treatment. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, I struggle with that one so much. Because every day I'm looking at occlusal disease and I'm looking at things that could be fixed with a little ortho or a little laser to the gums. And I'm like, should I say something or should I not say something? They don't want me to say anything. They just want me to shove them back out the door and they got their free cleaning or whatever. But when I think that, what am I feeling? And if I'm feeling something like shame or or fear, am I really serving my patients in the best way possible? Obviously, I'm not. So story versus fact, guys. Let's question how we've been looking at things so that we can come up with fresh new ways to look at things that will serve us and our patients better. And that's what I have for you today. Thank you for listening to feeling good, a podcast for dentists to learn more, please visit the life and take advantage of my current offer for a free, no obligation consultation to find out if having a life coach is right for you. I promise you won't regret it.